It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome into uh, Game Time. This is your all-access pass to Central Texas sports, and we have got a big day coming your way today. Boy, this, it, it, it is Football Friday, and that is, oh, that's exciting. That is exciting. Around the horn we go. Let's uh, go to third base, check in. Stretch, how you doing? Exciting is the right word, and I'm doing good, guys. How are you? We're doing great. Let's uh, head over to our uh, first baseman and uh, and Garrett. How are you? I'm good. There you go. See, you 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 actually look a little better. I feel a little better. I felt it last night. Really? Yeah. So there's hope. Your wife punch in the throat or something make you feel better? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. It happens. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You heard it stretch. It happens. So I I guess. I guess guess so. I guess so. Was last night? I mean, just one of those nights where you're like. Man, this is good stuff. I mean, you had a a and, and I and I owe the Tampa Bay and Chicago franchises an apology because they actually did play an entertaining football game. So you had that game. You had Houston playing for the first time in three hundred plus days, uh, and th- they come roaring back and get a win. You had the Astros. See, stretch. You just worry too much. But you oh, got the Astros. I'm telling you, you have you have changed the narrative of this story, which was you having the Astros sweep. And you had him sweeping. You, you, you yeah, have I to. I, I'd like for you to come out and admit hey, I, did. I had him I did. sweeping. I did. And then when you had him down for nothing yesterday, you had me jump on the Matt Mosley show, which you're, you guys are doing a great job of filling in for him. And I jump on, and you skated a different direction. You said, "Oh, stretch! How could you have predicted?" And now it looks like it's going to a game five. And now it's you're talking me off of the ledge. With the Astros coming back and putting the series away, when in fact you were the guy that called it all along as a sweep, you were only one game off. I, and they were the better team. Uh, I, I, there, there's I agree. no they're, they're, they're question good, about that. Yeah, they're playing good baseball right now, Tom. No, no question. They're they're playing good baseball, and whoever runs into them is is going to run into to a good team. At what about the pitching matchup coming up with the Yankees and Tampa? I mean, that's that's. That's a that's a glass now versus Cole. I mean, is that not a matchup in a game five that you want to see? Uh, you know, early in this playoffs, and that will take place today because uh, of last night the uh, the Yankees just dispatched Tampa uh, five to one. So that's now a two two series, and uh, it's just it's you know that's the only game in town now uh, tonight. So we'll get into all that. Uh, we'll talk high school football. We get you know there were several games that are are postponed and uh and some canceled and we'll we'll get into all that but uh, we got a lot of games that are going to get played then of course we'll have some college football news and notes and uh we'll talk nfl football and we'll break down that tampa game uh, last night what down is it by the way is it fourth down (laughs) how about did you see that, that bruce arians came out and said no no he said tom brady knew all along it was fourth down he was protecting his guy after throwing him under the bus Two, uh, on opening day, yeah, yeah, no question about it. He he was he was trying to say, hey, 
you know, <laughs> you know what? I better stand up here and I better, I better make a statement. The problem mm-hmm. is, is when you've he got lied. it on, <laughs> yeah, when you've got it on film, he lied. and now, yeah, it, 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 it's a really, it's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah, he lied. I mean, you could look in the eyes of Tom Brady. He wasn't trying to buffalo the officials into a fifth down. He truly did not know that that was no. fourth down. No way. Or he would. Let me tell you He would have got he, the first down. Correct. He wouldn't have tried to fit that ball in such a tight window. That's exactly right. And so uh, he didn't have to. He didn't have to show. He that, needed you know, he, six yards. Yeah, he didn't have to put that. He didn't have to put the four fingers up to say, "Hey, we got another down." You could tell. With the risk that he took trying to fit that ball in a really tight window, that it that 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 didn't feel like a fourth down play. Right, right. And, and you know, they honestly, I they didn't play well enough to win. They, they had what nine million penalties, and they and he got knocked around pretty good, and but yet they still had a chance to win the game. He yeah. and that and that's the key is he gives them a chance to win, mm-hmm. and and that's. You know, good, good for Bruce Arians. Good for the Tampa Bay franchise to go step out and sign a forty-three-year-old quarterback. But he gave he he was the only chance they had to win because, uh, quite frankly, they couldn't have blocked you in a phone booth with their offensive line last <laughs> night. And you know when you're cutting guys loose like that, it, and and I mean I'm going to give some credit to Pagano, the defensive coordinator of uh, of Chicago because of you know the game plan and what he had put together and we talked earlier yesterday about you know the defense of the Bears but we'll get into that in a little bit. All right, uh some in in, in last night and I I meant to flip over and and take a look but I forgot quite frankly. But Baylor volleyball, uh first of all they got a scare. They went five uh, five games in 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 that uh, in that match, but they did beat Oklahoma, and uh, they continue their their home winning streak. They've won twenty one straight matches, and uh, they'll play Oklahoma again tonight. But they are they're the number two team in the country, kids, and uh, boy they're uh, they're rolling. So we'll see how it goes against OU tonight. But they won the first two games, and then they lose the next two, and then they had to win that fifth set, uh, and uh, they got it done. So they hold off Oklahoma in five sets. And uh, they're now uh, four and one overall. So, but number two in the country. So that's pretty impressive. Oh, it really is. And I, I think it's anytime you get an opportunity to watch a player like Yasiana Presley, you need to go out and take advantage of it. And she got that record last night for kills, uh, five thousand in her career. So yeah, uh, it's something cooking over there, Baylor. Stretch mentioned it, but the uh, Astros were down four to nothing, and then I think they scored eleven straight before uh, before. Oakland got a couple of runs late, but it, they win it, and they now move on from uh, from Dodger Stadium down to Petco in San Diego, and they're going to wait for the winner of uh, New York and Tampa. Those two teams again tonight for the uh, for the right to play the Astros in the ALCS, and and you know what the networks are hoping for, Stretch. You know what MLB is hoping for. Uh, they don't want the Astros in Tampa. They want the Astros in New York. So. And then you know what they're uh, – we'll, we'll take it a, a, a step further than that. They want that. the Dodgers. Then, that's right. That's right. They hey, do. Tom, I didn't get a chance to mention this to you when we – and we, uh, we'll we let our listeners know. You and I talk in the evening to kind of, kind of get the lay of the land and what's going on in the sports world. But, you know, I, I, I didn't get a chance at all to watch uh, – to watch U of H Tulane. I woke up this morning at about 3.30, happened to flip the TV on, and 
Boy, I tell you what now, it was impressive to watch, you know, U of H, who has been canceled and had canceled games, go out and play really well versus versus what's a pretty decent Tulane team. Well, and, you know, first of all, they ha- I think it's been 312 days since Houston played a football game. Think about that. 300, nearly a year since they played a football game. And they did go out and play pretty well. Now, remember, they uh, they fell behind in the first quarter. Uh, what was it, 17 Yeah, nothing? they were down 17 points. They were down yeah. 17 nothing, and you thought the wheels were off this thing. And, boy, they just meticulously fought their way back into the football game. And they ended up, guys, with 476 yards of offense. And somehow Tulane, <laughs> Tulane has 211 yards of offense, but they have 39 points on the scoreboard. Uh, 31. I, I'm sorry, 31. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now, when you start diving in and, t- and trying to really figure it out, that is when it, Think that, about that's that. what it, it can get maddening in those situations. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out uh, how do you score 31? You have less than 300 yards of offense. And then you start thinking, <laughs> start, then I'm sure you start going, how does a Cowboys defense that bad, <laughs> that bad? And then your mind just opens up to a plethora of ideas. Got some great games coming up uh, in college football uh, this weekend. Texas and Oklahoma is not one of them, but uh, th- there are some really interesting football games, I think, uh, across the uh, across the country as we get ready for uh, for another Saturday of, of college football. Remember, the uh, the Bears are off on uh, on Saturday with uh, w- with that open day, which is good since they have the uh, basically the shutdown of the uh, of the football program right now, uh, but. I'm trying to find my notes on uh, – I, I wrote down a couple of games. Just I wanted to just kind of throw them out and give you guys an opportunity to, to – You to, know, Tom, and as you look for those, let me let – me, let me, and, and I don't want to – I don't want to feel like a homer here. And I, I understand the record. I understand the, 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 you know, the shine is off the OU Texas game. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'm, I, I look through these – I look through these games and I looked at them this morning – I tell you what, it, it it and again, the shine's off of it, but I think it could be a shootout. I mean, I think both of these offenses are are going to go up and down the field. Are they going to play with desperation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but what I'm saying is, I mean, I think I think Sam Ellinger and and, and UT with some things they can do offensively can get after you. And I think Spencer Rattler and some of the things Oklahoma's going to do. Uh, you know, three games into it and, and, and getting him more comfortable. I think these offenses, I mean, I could see this being a high-scoring, up-and-down-the-field track meet type of game. And, and quite frankly, a fun game to watch, even though, boy, it, I mean, is the shine off of it. And there was, somebody wrote an article on ESPN that said, you know, which, which school is in bigger, bigger desperation in the state of Texas? Is it, is it UT or is it A&M? I, you know, that, and, and I think that's a heck of a discussion. So, all right, so here's some matchups. And, and, and again, these are the ones I thought were interesting. And you may or may not agree, but uh, obviously the one that we'll have over on Kicker tomorrow, A&M and Florida. You, you also got uh, number eight, uh, North Carolina versus number 19, Virginia Tech over the ACC. Number three, Georgia versus Tennessee. 13th rank, uh, second rank Alabama and Ole Miss, and we know why that game's intriguing. Not because mm-hmm. of the the caliber, just it's it's the Kiffin right Saban deal. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. Number one Clemson versus number seven uh, Miami. 
how about that one? Is, is that the one? Is does Miami have a chance, guys, to to go in there and and do the things? That no, the, I, I, no, I think I think Clemson gives him a thumping. I, I I really do. I think this is one of those situations where uh, Clemson's kind of been that they, they, they've had it pointed to this game. But go ahead, I'm waiting on you to mention one game that I that that, that I'm looking at that you haven't mentioned yet. I'm going to mention 13th ranked Auburn taking on those. Arkansas Razorbacks go call the Hogs, mm-hmm. and how about and and TCU Kansas State? Does that does that? That's the one in the Big Twelve. I think that's, that's the best the Big one Twelve that I, game. I, well, I yeah. agree, and maybe I'm being a Big Twelve homer, Garrett. I I, I, I I could very well be put on me, but I do think that's a I think that's a Big Twelve game worth watching. There's a lot of good, you know, Tom. There's a, mm-hmm. you, the other point you make. There's a lot of good football games tomorrow. I mean, there's going to be a lot of good football on. And, and then tonight, of course, we got a lot of high school football to get to. There was a couple of games last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellison beat Bell forty to twenty two, and and I'm not sure why they played Thursday night, but fourth ranked Malakoff. Uh, the Tigers went uh, went into Grosbeck and beat the Goats thirty five nothing. I'm telling you, Jamie Driscoll's got a good football team in the, in the Malakoff Tigers. Yep. So uh, just uh, pass that along. And of course, we mentioned Robinson and Gerald. Uh, if Robbins, bottom line, if Robinson's gonna gonna get in, they got to win tonight. Oh no uh, doubt, they got to win tonight. So that uh, that game is coming up at seven thirty with a uh, broadcast of seven p.m. on uh, Kicker. And then uh, Temple is is at home for the first time this year. And uh, we'll have that game beginning at 6.30. They changed the game time midweek. It's a 6.30 pregame and a okay. 7 o'clock kick for, uh, for Temple. That's two weeks in a row that the game time got changed in the middle of the week. You just don't see that. You really don't. I wish they would make all games at 7, honestly. I, I know from somebody who's had to go out there and cover the games and you got a t- deadline to get stories wrote, it, it makes it a lot easier if that game starts at 7. Well, the problem you have is when you – it's – and I know why they're doing it, so so they can get home, so Arlington Martin can get home at a, at a reasonable hour. But, you know, is 30 minutes going to make that big – and it's tougher for fans to get there for a 7 kick as opposed to 7.30. And finally, the game that we'll have right here on ESPN Central Texas, it, it will be South Grand Prairie and uh, – and the Midway Panthers in our broadcast will begin at 7 o'clock with the pregame, 7.30 with the kick. So there you go. That's what we'll have. And, of course, Garrett and Steven with the scoreboard show afterwards. All right. So we kind of have set the table here. And, uh, and, and we have, uh, we have uh, a couple of folks that are going to be coming on to talk about Texas and OU. And we'll get the perspective from from both sides of the of the uh, of the uh, of the of the Red River, and uh, we'll also talk some Houston Cougars football coming up at the bottom of the hour. So we got some stuff going on. It's a ten fourteen. We're going to step aside. We're coming back with more in just a moment. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since nineteen forty nine, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild and muggy start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. Highs will be in the mid 80s in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly cloudy throughout the day. There is a 20% chance of isolated showers, but most of central Texas will stay dry. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the mid 60s with clearing skies. Saturday will be much warmer with highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s and partly sunny skies. The rest of the weekend will be sunny with highs in the mid to upper 90s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Dodge is number one in initial quality, according to J.D. Power. Get great Dodge deals and no payments for 90 days at Allen Samuels. Load up your family and all of your gear in a new 2020 Dodge Journey crossover. Now with up to $4,750 in cash and subprime offers. Dodge Charger SXT is the perfect sports sedan. Get up to $5,170 in cash at subprime offers. Choose special financing from Chrysler Capital. Your friend in the car business, Allen Samuels. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. Have you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Plus, NeighborWorks Waco supports Coach Dave Aranda in Baylor Athletics all the way. Sick em, Bears. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit for Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Ten twenty. Welcome back into game time on a football Friday, and all of a sudden we got cloudy skies. Garrett, I mean, what the heck? I mean, that's not football Friday weather. No, I was wondering last night. I was like, it started clouding up later in the evening. And I was curious if it was going to rain or not. 
It's not going to rain, I don't think, but, I mean, that's just, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll make it through. All right, uh, Cowboys coming up on Sunday, and they've got the uh, the New York football Giants coming in, and that will be a 325 kick. We'll have it for you beginning at 2.30. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, later on. But right now, Stretch, let's go back and, and talk a little bit about the uh, – the 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 Bears and the Bucks and 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 just how the the flow of that football game was interesting, but I, I did think that that was that was one of the more entertaining games in the league so far. You know, I agree with you, Tom. I mean, it was an entertaining game, but man, it was a sloppy football mm-hmm. game. I mean, there was penalties. It was uh, there was some things. You know, and, and it's hard, I guess, to watch a Tom Brady uh, quarterback team have such, uh, let me say, poor play in the offensive line. I mean, and I know we talked about this. I mean, the Bears, they got a dang good defense. I mean, they really do. They they fly to the football. I mean, I they went and signed Danny Trevathan a few years ago from, from the Broncos, who's a heck of a linebacker. We all know Khalil Mack's a good player. But uh, that they, they do some things, uh, being Chicago defensively, that puts that, and what I like is they put their best play. I mean, and, and this is a this is like some kind of new football idea here. They put their best players in position to make plays. Something the Dallas Cowboys don't do. But it was, I agree with you. I mean, it was an entertaining watch. Um, we didn't we didn't think much of the matchup initially. I I, I guess I find myself trying to talk it up. Uh, you know, like we did yesterday, and, and thinking, okay, this could be a better matchup than it looks like on paper because of how the Bears can play defensively. But, guys, I was – ultimately, I was impressed with the job that, that Nick Foles did. I mean, you know, again, he's a guy that is a journeyman quarterback, um, you know, played at, played at Westlake. We, we all know that, you know, that place produces some pretty good quarterbacks down there. But, you know, he goes – it was almost a workmanlike effort. But it, every time there was a critical situation in the game, I felt like he was completing balls. And, hey, they weren't always pretty. I mean, there was some there were some balls that were not always you, – you you would be like, well, that's, that's throwing a dime. I mean, that's dropping it in there. That's a way to hammer it in there, Stanley. I mean, all the sayings that come with a quarterback putting it in tight windows – but he he went out and he he goes 30 of 42 243 yards throws a touchdown and a pick but wins the football game that's the most important thing i mean he wins the football game and boy you got to think i mean this bears team has all of a sudden started to believe in in in, in nick Foles and what he can do so i i i i'm going to say you know last night he went out and pretty much outdueled tom brady i mean their stats their stat line's pretty pretty close to being the same, but Nick Foles made some completions in critical situations that kept drive alive, drives alive that took his took his team down the field right there with a minute and a half to play in the game. They kicked a field goal and won it. Tampa Bay with eleven flags, one hundred and nine yards. Very undisciplined football. Yep, very undisciplined football. And 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 I you know. Here's the thing to, to give them just a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. When you don't have, and, and we talked about this too, guys, when you don't have preseason football, when you're not looking at that, when you don't have those opportunities to get out there and see full speed football. Now you can say, well, they're four games into it. They should have seen it by now. I mean, there was some rough in the passer calls 
that that are just unexcusable, and you start asking yourself, well, is that because they're not, you know, it's just now getting used to the speed of the game. And I think that could be the case, guys, because realistically, had we had a four-game preseason, this is this 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 would be opening week of the season, correct? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. here's my argument with you on that. Across the field, the other team had six penalties. Th- didn't they have? Aren't weren't they under the same situation? No question, no question. They were under the same situation. And I, but but, but I'm going to take away and go away from numbers of penalties to bad to, to to bad judgment penalties because they had just as many poor judgment penalties. Uh, coming in there, and, and, and they hit Tom Brady a time or two late. So it, it's, about, it's about the timing of the penalties, but it's also about, guys, I, I really – and I really thought this initially. I thought you're not going to really know about teams in the NFL. You're not really and, – and, and, again, we talk about this a lot, the handicapping side of football. Until you get a, a, a four-game – Laydown of 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 understanding who the team is, I, I don't think we have any clue. I, there, there's no possible way you could have thought Minnesota or the Cowboys would be one and three at at, at this time of the year, but but they are. So I, I I really think let's save this conversation. Let's remember this conversation in a few weeks, and let's go back and talk about teams and how they're playing because I think that. The not having preseason football guys, not only did it take away from uh, the injury or, or, or add problems from an injury standpoint, soft tissue injury standpoint, but also add issues with the speed of the game. And I think you having guys get there late, get there a step late, and and you're having sloppy looking penalties, and and it looks ugly initially. And speaking of the injuries, that's something that the Bucks uh, were dealt with last night because it just it just came out that Vita Bay suffered a broken leg, and, and that's on top of losing O.J. Howard to a, a torn Achilles last week. Right. So, that, and, and again, guys, lack of lack of contact, lack of preseason football, and there are a rash of injuries. And like you were saying, Garrett, uh, you know, around the league, there are. It, it really is amazing how many guys are, are, are beaten, banged up. And I think it's because you didn't have the contact during the practices. You had, you know, you and, and I get it. You're trying to keep guys uh, during a 100-year pandemic. You're trying to eliminate as much of those really tight situations as you can, yet you're trying to practice a football team and get a football team ready to go. You didn't have preseason and, and, and so th- those injuries are, are really magnified right now, and there's so many of them. All right, it's 1026 here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. This is game time. The uh, Houston Cougars did get a game played last night. Man, they got off to a flying start. We'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Midway Panthers football on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Coach Kenneth Weithorn, Darren Burrow, and me for Midway Panthers football all season long. This Friday night, the Panthers take on South Grand Prairie. Our broadcast begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have all the exciting play-by-play action at 7.30. It's South Grand Prairie and your Midway Panthers Panthers, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Bird Coach and Ford. It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Auto Plex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon, and we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. 
Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded round 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. Plus, competitive pickup owners get an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Grand Power Days won't last much longer, so make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. High school football on our family of stations tonight. Midway looks to get to 1 and 1 when they host South Grand Prairie. Broadcast is at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7 30. You can hear Tom Barfield on the call on ESPN Central Texas. Temple hosts Arlington Martin in their home opener. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward Weiss and your boy Q will be on the call. Broadcast at 6 30, kickoff at 7 p.m. And Robinson takes on Gerald this evening. That game can be heard on 1590 a.m. and 99.3. 3FM broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. According to multiple reports, Tyron Smith has a setback in his neck injury. The Cowboys are considering putting the tackle on injured reserve, and one option is shutting him down for the season. Cowboys host the Giants this Sunday afternoon. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Broadcast at 2.30 with kickoff at 3.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Ten thirty. Welcome back into game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom Barfield, Glenn Stretch Smith, and Garrett Ross. We're glad you're with us, and uh, we welcome into the program from the uh, Houston Chronicle, Joseph Durarte. Joseph, it, it took over three hundred days, but the Houston Cougars got to play a football game last night. They did, and it for the first ten minutes or so, it, it looked like they hadn't played in three hundred and something days, especially. Uh, 
Clayton Tune, but they, uh, yeah, they got on the field. It was uh, it was a relief for them, uh, and they uh, overcame some some rough starts and, and won a big one last night against Tulane. You you mentioned uh, the uh, a rough start. I was curious if if they were going to be too amped up going into the the you know the first five or ten minutes of the football game. What was your sense when uh, when you watched the game? Yeah, you know, uh, when they came out, you know, you looked at them, and yeah, they they looked damn. But we, you know, we even asked Dana Holgerson after the game, and he was like, "No, it was, it was pretty much just game type, you know, mental mistakes or or you know, lack of ball security, you know, decision making, that kind of stuff." And you look at it, you know, the fourth down on the first series, uh, you know, Clayton Tune just throws a pass, and they get taken, you know, back for a touchdown on the interception, and then the, the next series is uh, near the end zone. He's under pressure, and it's a strip sack, and they recover. So uh, not so much just the, the amped up. It was just, you know, a team that hadn't played in a while, and they kind of had to get some of those things out of their system. You uh, you turn the ball over five times. Your opponent doesn't turn it over at all. You fall behind 17 <laughs> nothing. yet you win the football game. Yeah. That, that, yeah, you don't see that very often or hardly ever. But, uh, you know, the most impressive thing, and, and I think this is where it all kind of ties in together how they won, you know, Tulane is a running team. They they had averaged 300 yards. They had 70 yards last night. So that, that tells me, you know, that, that the Houston defense, which is, has just not been good for several years since their big 2015 season, uh, is much improved. They've got quality depth now, and – you know, Tulane hadn't been held under a hundred, you know, for fifty six consecutive games. So that's how you that's how you do it. I mean if you're if you're gonna spot them those that kind of lead, uh you're gonna have to do something and they made Tulane one dimensional and, and, and with the freshman quarterback they weren't you know, they weren't able to do anything in the passing game. Uh certainly they couldn't do anything in the running game. The 49... let, me, let me ask you this. Dana Holgerson always been a big offensive minded guy and 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 I like how you you mentioned the defense. How have they – have you seen them structurally change from, you know, how Holgerson thinks, which is we got to score a half a hundred every week to win, or do you think it's just better player scheme? Tell me what you think he's he's done to help that defense. Well, he's admitted uh, in the last year that uh, sort of had to – the, the, the air raid folks have sort of had to, to reprogram themselves where it's not necessarily – going out there and trying to, to light up the scoreboard at times. Now, the, the ability there is, you know, is there, but that they also have to, you know, understand that if you need to slow it down, sometimes you can do that. I, I think the biggest thing, what, from year one to, to Thursday night, last night for, for Houston was, uh, they just got better players and, and uh, than, than they did last year. You know, Clayton tuned through and completed passes to 10 different people, so that shows you right there that the the, the the receivers and his options are are, are are much more than last year and and then they have a guy like Marquez Stevenson who's you know he he certainly helped his draft stock last night with what he was able to do so they you know they've got guys in place you know it's not all there yet but they're able now to do things that they they just couldn't do last year for for whatever reasons you know they just didn't have those those type of players last year. As you mentioned, Stevenson, I was going to ask, do you think he's the most important player on that team right now? I mean, due to you know what he's able to do? Oh, absolutely. This is a, a game changer every time he touches the ball. You know, last year against SMU, there were just times where 
you know, he catches the ball about, you know, five yards out and, and you know, he takes it to the house 70, 70 80 yards. So uh, he's, he's a speedster. He's got that speed. You know, I talked to some NFL draft, you know, observers, analysts, whatever you want to call them, and, and they basically said that, you know, this is a guy that, you know, right now he's probably in that middle round range, but they they think that by the end of this season he can work his way into that that discussion of possibly being a first day guy or at least a second round guy. So he he is incredible. Uh, you know, they, last night he had the 97 yard kickoff return. He uh, he caught a touchdown. I think it was 223 all purpose. You know, that's that's the kind of player he is. He's a he's a multi threat, and uh, he had a big one last night. Talking with Joseph Durardi of the uh, Houston Chronicle after the uh, 49-31 win for the Cougars over Tulane. You mentioned Tune and the two picks, but he still managed to uh, to throw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and he said afterwards, you know, those little mishaps that he had, you know, there's just getting you know getting out of those out of your system, and that he really felt comfortable back there, and that's you know that's key because this is a guy who has just had to to adjust to his surroundings for, for two years because, you know, he, he was going to redshirt his first year and they needed him uh, be, after an injury. He was going to redshirt last year and they needed him because of Derek King's redshirt decision. So, you know, he, he's been, a, you know, in the program and, and he's never really been able to, to get comfortable. So he said after those those mistakes, he, uh, you know, he didn't didn't throw in the towel, didn't, uh, didn't let it rattle him, and it showed because, he started to, to have more time back there. He started to make decisions better. And, you know, he threw a few of those balls, especially one, I believe it was in the third quarter to Trayvon Bradley. That was just a really, really nice throw. So uh, this is a guy that they think, you know, he's the quarterback for them for the next three years. So uh, it was good to see him uh, not, not throw it in uh, after those first two turnovers. And Joseph, you mentioned Derek King. Why, why did – with the offense and the things that Dana Holgerson can do, why did why did he decide to, to, to take that red shirt and then transfer out of U of H? Has that ever become really clear? You know, yes and no. I mean, he's, I, I, he never publicly came out and said anything uh, – the, the locals here, but, uh, you know, there was an ESPN story uh, a couple of weeks ago where uh, it sounded like, you know, there, there's a lot, there was a lot of things going on with him and that he, he just felt like it wasn't the right fit for him. And, you know, frankly, he didn't look like the same quarterback in those four games last year. You know, he was coming off the knee injury and whether it was uh, not ever feeling comfortable with that knee at the time, needed more time for it to heal, or, or just the way that the system and, you know, the time that he had, because it was about a seven-month crash course that he had to get that get that going because, you know, he, he's had, he had had so many offensive coordinators since he had been here, but he just went out there and for whatever reason, you know, his throws were off. He just, you know, you could tell the mobility wasn't quite all the way back, and he made the decision to sit. Now, I believe at the time that he made that decision, he was coming back. And then he even admitted that, you know, around early January, he, he really started to feel like, you know, there, there was another plan for him or that he wanted to do something different. And that's when he decided on Miami. So uh, it, was, it was a weird situation. And, you know, you have to think if they beat Tulane last year, uh, does he stay? And, is, and then are things different? But, you know, they lost to, to Tulane last year. And then, as it turned out, they, you know, a year later, 
uh, Houston has changed because they got a new quarterback and, and they finally got a win against the Green Wave. Joseph, uh, in, it, it, it looked like there was nobody there. What, what, is, the, what is the rule uh, in the city or uh, in the county or, or, or maybe even the school? I mean, wh- was, there a, uh, was there a crowd at all? Yeah, there there was a crowd. It was um, it was twenty five percent, which uh, for that stadium is about ten thousand. They were a little under. I believe they they said it was about eight thousand two hundred or so, eighty two hundred. Um, you know, the the city, even though we we we've had you know some spikes, uh, especially in the summer, it is pretty much there, there isn't a lot of restrictions. You know, they still uh, don't want or you know they're trying to persuade people not to have the the large gathering. Right. But all that's open. I believe the bars are opening here uh, in the next week or so. So, the, uh, you know, it, it's sort of, you know, business as usual. But, you know, as far as the school went, you know, they, they had a lot of, you know, precautions in place. You could tell that there were things around the stadium, the, the, the social distancing. You know, there was no really nobody on the sidelines like the bands or the, or the cheerleaders. But, yeah, they are going to limit uh, the capacity. But there were, there were actual people. All right. And cutouts in, in the stands. <laughs> All right, so uh, the uh, the Cougars get the win, 49-31. And, man, they I think it's been something like 312 days for uh, for Houston. And I, I would imagine there was, this, uh, there, was, there was excitement over the win, but I'm sure there was probably some relief as well that, hey, we finally got to, to, to get out here and play this game. There was, and, and, and as you guys know, with, with when they had the Baylor game on the schedule, this, mm-hmm. this is a team – that you know, they took a lot of criticism back in June, uh, the way that they opened volunteer uh, voluntary uh, workouts. You know, they didn't test, and they ended up being the first school to shut things down because they had a, an outbreak. And then they they finally got to report back in July. So you know, they had some early criticism, but and then you look at the way things have gone. Uh, Washington State and Rice were were early cancellations, and then it all happened in a span of 11 days. You know, Memphis. Uh, has an outbreak, Baylor has to cancel, and then North Texas. And that those were three straight games. So you're preparing and you're practicing and you're going through all the the, the game week stuff, and, and you have nothing to show for it, and you're still out there practicing. So they had to really uh, tone things down and walk a fine line and balance on how they how they brought these kids along and because just, they couldn't lose them. So, I mean, yeah, they were very, very – relieved and excited last night to, to get a game because uh, the way this season's going, you know, up until Thursday afternoon when they <laughs> saw the pitchers of Tulane boarding their flight, they, they, weren't, they weren't sure just yet. So they, they had to kind of wait till the last minute to finally feel that relief that, hey, we get to play a game finally. Hey, they, they've seen that movie. Joseph, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for popping on, and we'll talk to you soon. Anytime, guys. Thank you. That's Joseph Durarte of the uh, Houston Chronicle. And, guys, I was uh, the reason I asked, I, I, I thought it was 25%. I didn't think Harris County or the city of Houston had had a, uh, a restriction, but it certainly didn't look like 25,000. And then, again, he says that they were going to do about 10, and they had about 82 show up. So that's a well, head I scratcher. Time, I, I think it's time. It's, it, it, it helped me. If it's 25% and that stadium seats about 40, 42 or 45,000, correct? I don't. It, oh. I, I, well, you know, here's, here's, here's what I was here, and I'm not trying to disrupt what you're saying. Here's what I'm saying. That stadium, it's kind of a split-level stadium, 
And I don't know if you've ever been there. It, you know, they built it on campus there. Mm-hmm. It really is a cool place. Mm-hmm. But it's a small setting, and it's a split-level stadium. And like you said, there were a lot of shots in the game where you were like, are there any fans at all? And I didn't see it till I, you know, kind of late in the game where I saw them kind of pan the camera out. And, again, you can see that split level. And then you saw little pockets of people – and that was that was kind of the first time that I had seen what the crowd looked like at that game, and it was again, it was good to see U of H step up and play, and and good to see that they had you know the eight thousand or eighty two hundred. Well, that, that was my point. There. there was they could they could have had over ten thousand, and they had eight thousand. Right. That was my right. point. It's yeah. ten forty five, fifteen away from eleven. We're back with more in just a moment. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and scratch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty, and staff, and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand-in-hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients, wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting. 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about defending your roof against nature's elements. We replace every layer of your roof properly, and that starts with going all the way down to your deck. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian Football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue. 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! Incomas Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need Incomas Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. Incomas Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Stephen Zukox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L-Series tractor for as little as $149 a month. Right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. High school football on our family of stations tonight. Midway looks to get to 1-1 one one when they host South Grand Prairie. Broadcast is at 7 o'clock. Kickoff at 7.30. You can hear Tom Barfield on the call on ESPN Central Texas. Temple hosts Arlington Martin in their home opener. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Ward Weiss and your boy Q will be on the call. Broadcast at 6.30. Kickoff at 7 p.m. And Robinson takes on Gerald this evening. That game can be heard on 1590 a.m. and 99.3. FM broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. According to multiple reports, Tyron Smith has a setback in his neck injury. The Cowboys are considering putting the tackle on injured reserve, and one option is shutting him down for the season. Cowboys host the Giants this Sunday afternoon. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Broadcast at 2.30 with kickoff at 3.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. Football Friday, it's 1048, 12 away from 11 o'clock. And again, last night there was a couple of games played and uh, fourth-ranked uh, Malikoff wins over Grosbeck 35 to nothing. And at Leo Buckley, Ellison a winner over Bell 40 to 22. And boy, guys, we got some uh, we got some dandies coming up tonight. Uh, and uh, uh, Stephen just mentioned on the uh, Sports Center update, our broadcast, of course, will be Robinson, Midway, and Temple across the family of radio stations. But you got a couple of other games, and unfortunately for Waco High, they and Colleen will not get to play. Universities uh, is not going to get to play, and the uh, Mark Bremont game has been uh, has been rescheduled for later uh, in the season. And then, of course, next week, as we mentioned, La Vega will will not get to play against Brownwood. Brownwood is shutting down for for a couple of weeks, so uh, you, you, you got some issues with it. But we do have some games that are going to go on, and. In that 4A league, guys, Salado and Conley, and that that could be as good as it gets. Uh, you got you got uh, you got great athletes on the football field, and that uh, that very well. I mean, you know, the, along with China Spring, they're the, I think those are the top three in that league, and and they're going to be fighting for that championship. Oh no doubt, I, I, those are the top three teams in the league, and I'm really interested in this game uh, to see how Conley Conley has a really good defense, and t- for them to that Salado offense that the, how they run that it's going to be coming at them all night and I'm interested to see that chess match between those two but I ultimately I think Salado gets the win in this one if you fall behind that's the only thing that you know stretch you uh you understand you understand the nuances of, of the slot T and all that stuff but that is not a come from behind offense right you got you got to, they're they're more of a ball control team I have I have read a little bit about them and seen them and they want you're exactly right I mean they want to control the clock they want to get up on you and then they want to just kind of bleed it out, bleed it out of you and 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 they're really good at what they can do offensively so if you're the cadets, obviously you wanna you wanna try to get them uh, try to get them down where and, and put them in a situation where they're not comfortable. So we'll see how that goes. And then the uh, the other game that uh, that's interesting to me is West and Whitney, and in just because the Trojans, are, as as somebody put it yesterday, are just kind of flying under mm-hmm. the radar, just going about their business, winning games. No, they really are. And I mean that Russian attack they have with Janik back there is is really. I think one of the most underrated in the state, and, and they're fun to watch. Uh, Coach Woodard has done an excellent job up there, and I really think they go out and take care of Whitney. But, yeah, definitely keep an eye on West because for whatever reason, they're not on people's radar, but they're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. And they got great Kalachis. Great Kalachis. That's where you go <laughs> to. Just, huh? thought I'd, just thought I'd pass that along. Yeah. <laughs> 
We always we always drop our little our little food line in there, and you know, <laughs> and I don't want to change gears here. Was it? But is Garrett feeling better because he ate that chicken fried yesterday? I well, know that's a great question. We didn't even get be. to mention that. It might be a little bit have a little something to do with it. Oh, Billy Ray down the hall, Studio L, uh, b- brought it from Kicker Country. Brought in that chicken fried steak, and I mean, I, the cardboard box is not even left. I mean, that's exactly (laughs) right. I knew you were going to say that. Garrett ate that thing like the Russians were in St. Louis marching this way, and he was sitting down for his last meal. So good good for him for polishing that off, and hopefully that's helped his allergies a little bit. Nothing like a chicken fried steak for a little ragweed issue. Exactly. All right, uh, a couple other quick notes. Uh, Again, we mentioned this at the top of the broadcast, but uh, this is – I don't think there's any doubt this is must win for the Robinson Rockets. Uh, And, again, you'll hear that game over on uh, 1590 AM and and, uh, and 99.3 FM, uh, Kicker Country. So, Robinson takes on a winless Gerald team. Gerald making the transition from – from 3A up to 4A, and it's been a struggle for them. They're at 0-6, but if, if you're going to make a, a playoff run in that league, then, uh, you know, I, I, and I, again, no disrespect to anybody, but I think everybody's chasing Chana, Salado, and Conley, and and uh, then the, that fourth spot is is up for grabs, it, it appears, and if you're Robertson, you got to go win that one. There, I mean, I don't think you have any choice in the matter, and and uh, and then we'll see what happens when they take on Gatesville. But for them, I think they got to go take care of business. And uh, and I also want to see how Midway responds tonight uh, when they play South Grand Prairie. Uh, it, it, Stretch, you've been in situations where you know where you just hey, it, it didn't happen for you, and you got thumped around pretty good. And and do you let that transition into another one, or do you figure out a way to 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 put that one in the on the in, in behind you? Learn from it, whatever you can take right. away from it, and then go play the next one. Yeah, that's that's what's that's what I'm sure coach is going to be most challenging to him. Do you and and you ask yourself that as a football coach? Do you do you want to go look at a film where you really where you really took a thumping, or do you want to put that behind you as quick as you can and get out on the field and start making adjustments for what you feel like you can do with your football team? And I'm sure that you know Midway wants to get back on the field. I, they, they they want to get rid of that taste because it was a bad taste in their mouth. I'm sure they're going to come out tonight and play an inspired football game and you know take it and really take it to uh, South Grand Prairie. I I look for Midway to bounce back big time. Not that anybody would take them lightly, but I don't think anybody can take them lightly now. Temple's starting to get not only some local attention, but they're starting to get, and well-deserved, I might add, that, that state attention. And th- this is a very good football team. You you listen to their broadcast or watch their football team. They're pretty solid in all three phases of the game. And this is a good football team that's going to be hosting Arlington Martin. No, no doubt. And they're ranked 23, uh, 23rd in the state. And I think with their first – their first home game, they're going to bring that energy. But to me, this is going to be their toughest test of the season. Arlington Martin, they you know they dropped that season opener against Denton Ryan, but we all know how good Denton Ryan is, so that's not a bad loss. No, they're okay. And, and, man, please. <laughs> they're phenomenal. But, yeah, that, in the grand scheme of things, that's not a bad loss. Uh, but I think this is going to be a real good test uh, for the Wildcats. And if they can get this victory, it's definitely going to springboard them into district play. And they'll – 
they, there's no question they would be the, the front runner for that. And you know what? They have seen each other. They have seen each other in person because yeah. they were both participants, not against each other, but they were both participants in that kickoff classic that took place at AT&T, AT&T Stadium a couple of weeks ago. Remember, Arlington Martin was the early game, mm-hmm. and then uh, Temple was the late game. So uh, both coaching staffs with an opportunity to get eyes on the – upcoming opponent and of course you know with huddle and everything that they've seen each other a lot but it it is interesting that they have seen each other so we'll see how that all goes and again we begin uh on this radio station tonight at seven with the pregame show for midway and uh, South Grand Prairie. And then after the game, our Friday night high school football scoreboard show. It's 1055, five away from 11 o'clock. This is game time with Tom Stretch and Garrett. We're back with more right after this. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green chilies here's the perfect introduction the new hatch green chili bacon burger at whataburger available for a limited time it's the high school football pick'em contest brought to you by whataburger on espn central texas central texas traditions run deep all the way to the vehicles we drive that's why folks trust alan samuels during alan samuels jeep adventure days get employee pricing for all on new 2020 gladiator sport and no payments for 90 days plus the tougher than nails 2020 jeep renegade zero for 72 no payments for 90 days or up to six thousand two hundred fifty dollars in cash and subprime offers trusted that's alan samuels your friend in the car business. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Are your office surfaces is covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services? No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600 UBEO.com my house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's 11 o'clock. We welcome back into game time, hour two of the program with Tom Stretch and Garrett. We welcome into the program from the Texas Longhorn Radio Network, Roger Wallace. Roger, good morning. How are you, my friend? Hey, good. What's going on, Tom? Not a whole lot. Okay, so you, you got an offense that's averaging over 500 yards a game, 51 points a game. You got a quarterback that's thrown for 14 touchdowns, yet the sky's falling after a, a loss to TCU. You're exactly right, <laughs> and 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 it kind of uh, it, it kind of uh, you know accentuates what happened in Lubbock and the what if you know what if they don't. Uh, pull out that miracle win, and then they're sitting here at one and two. Uh, but yeah, the the sky's falling because people are wondering what's uh, really changed. You know, because there were a lot of changes in the off season. Uh, here we go. They they've yet to get to three and zero since 2012, uh, limping into uh, Dallas, and they don't want to hear anything about what how OU's playing going to Dallas because uh, they know what what they're capable of in that game. And every day that Spencer Rattler plays. You can only assume he's going to get better, despite the fact that he struggled. But, I mean, Tom, look at the bar that has been set for that kid. <laughs> you talk about going in with, you know, how in the world do you follow the Hurts-Murray-Mayfield trio before you that have all played against Texas here in the last, you know, since Sam Ellinger's been here. Do, do you look at this game as an elimination game for a run of the championship? I think for OU, believe it or not, don't you? I mean, they're sitting at 0 and 3 if they lose. Texas is, uh, you know, a little bit better shape. Um, but my gosh, we don't know what's going to happen when you when you hear that, you know, Baylor's planning to play their game uh, next week, and you know what's going on at Kansas. So, so who knows? But yeah, I think he, I think the loser is going to the the fan base is going to feel like they're eliminated. I think you know the math might say otherwise if, if Texas loses, but but it, it kind of feels like that, sure. It looks like they've addressed their, uh, you know, they're, they're, they look more comfortable offensively under a new offensive coordinator. But bringing Ash in there defensively, do, do you get the feel that Texas is is starting to schematically understand what he's looking for? And I, and I ask that because watch watching Duggan jog into the end zone right there for the winning touchdown makes me wonder: are, are they are they having bust defensively, or is it just an issue that they're trying to communicate and get used to his defense? Well, I think there. Most people are hoping that was a bust because if you look at it from the end zone camera, uh, it was a pretty simple uh, call by Duggan 
uh, to call that that run because there was nobody in the middle of the field whatsoever, and and you know they they blocked what they needed to. Uh, you know he thinks that they've gotten better tackling uh, since the Tech game. Uh, thinks that was uh, something they did a little bit better. Uh, you look at their their run defense, and you know now they're up to 126. So it's you know teams are having more success on the ground. Uh, but Saturday is such a, a different animal with this Oklahoma offense. Uh, they think they're really thin at linebacker. That's going to be a, a, a big issue tomorrow, I think, with uh, Delia Dayway is back out. They thought he could go. Uh, so they're really thin at linebacker. Mitchell got kicked out of the game for targeting. The only good news for that, it was a first half, not second, so he'll be back. Uh, but, yeah, defensively, uh, this will be interesting to see. You know, this will be the third time around against a, a team that likes to go fast. So if they haven't, you know, kind of buttoned it up by now, then uh, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Why do you think Texas has struggled to develop talent over the past decade? <laughs> That's a million-dollar question. Uh, you look at the recruiting, and then you look at what happens, and they have their, you know, they certainly have their share of NFL players lately that's been a little bit better. Uh, but you're right. It's uh, uh, you look at that um, running back position, and you know Bijan Robinson was one of the most highly rated uh, backs in the nation coming out, and then you look at Deuce Vaughn at Kansas State, who didn't get a sniff from a school in Texas. I know Bijan got banged up, but even at the start, I mean Deuce Vaughn right out of the gates was electric for Kansas State. So that's just one example. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that smart to to see practice every day and and see what what's going on, but it's certainly an issue. And it's, it's also an issue because, you know, if you hear every coach the week of the Texas game, they, they put that thought in everyone's head, well, Texas got all the talent, uh, you know, in the world. They, they get who they want. So they kind of lay that groundwork to, to set Texas up and, and certainly the, the perception as well. So, but I'm not sure what, what the uh, common denominator is because we've had uh, different coaches come through there. And, uh, you know, since, since 2011, it has just been an absolute, or 2010, it's been an absolute struggle. Talking with uh, Roger Wallace from the Texas Longhorn Radio Network, the Horns and Oklahoma coming up tomorrow. And, and Roger, it's going to be a different day for a lot of reasons. But the, the one cool thing about this game has always been the pageantry of this game. So what, what are you anticipating tomorrow when it, when it just the feel of the football game? Uh, Tom, that is going to be so strange, and it'll start from, you know, the entrance into the Cotton Bowl where the buses will pull up, mm -hmm. and usually uh, it's five, ten people deep around these barricades uh, greeting their team and then in a different way greeting <laughs> the opposition, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's that's not going to happen. You know, they're going to allow 25%. Each, each school gets 12.5%. So my math says about 24,000, so 12,000 tickets uh, for each school. Uh, but they're going to be, you know, it's going to be come in, come, out, come in and, and leave because there's no state fair. Uh, so there's no reason to, to linger. And then when they, you know, they run out, that's one of the great scenes in college football with the, you know, the half and half. It'll just be a miniature version. But I don't know. I think it'll be loud because it's one of the games where, Someone's always happy and someone's always anxious. So I think it's still going to be loud, even though it's going to be a quarter full. But it's going to be weird um, to see that place, uh, that particular game, uh, look like it will tomorrow. 
what's the current status of Jordan Whitt- Jordan Whittington, and do you think he'll see any action this weekend? Yeah, I think they're expecting him to go. I think they're more concerned about uh, Josh Moore and uh, Roshan Johnson mm-hmm. and still B. John Robinson they thought was cleared, but you know how that goes. He didn't see a snap last week. Uh, so, man, if, they, if, they, if they're down Roshan Johnson and B. John Robinson – uh, then things get really interesting in that running back room. Uh, but but Moore is banged up with the knee. Uh, I think they'll get Whittington back, so it might be a, a swap there. But uh, you know, like everybody, they've been hit. They've been hit with the injuries, and, and you know, Sam Ellinger needs needs all his weapons because no one's really emerged. Uh, you know, Brendan Eagles is the home run guy. I mean, he's got five catches and three are for touchdowns. Uh, we saw that you know Jake Smith is kind of the safety blanket, but you know he had a huge drop in that game Saturday uh, when, when he he may have gone for a score when they were down. So uh, you know they they need all their weapons. They need to figure out you know who the guys are as well. And when you say figure out who the guys are, when you think about Keontae Ingram coming out of Carthage and you see what he did his freshman year, we you know earlier Garrett asked the question about developing players and. You know, I, I don't see that young man specifically growing the, the way he should grow. What, what, what is the thought down there about Keontae and, and, and maybe his, the, the lack of progress that he's had? Yeah, and, and the numbers say, you know, I mean, averaging five and a half yards a carry, uh, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. I think part of it is, you know, his, his big moments, unfortunately for him, have been glaring mistakes when you think of LSU. Uh, in the drop fourth down catch in the end zone, and then obviously Saturday. But you know, think about the the play he made. Not the not the long run. He was wide open, and I get it. He didn't uh, you know he didn't outrun anybody. But then he he goes 16 hard yards down to the one yard line, and then you know the next play uh, had his moments. He's not you know he's not a, he's not a burner. He's not a breakaway guy, so he doesn't make those spectacular plays. But but you're right. He's uh, Right now, all all you would say is probably, you know, a solid career here now three games into his junior season. Hey, Roger, we appreciate it. We uh, we know you're busy. Uh, Look forward to the call tomorrow over on our sister station, 104.9 Bob FM. It is Texas and Oklahoma. And uh, have fun tomorrow. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Talk to you soon. Roger Wallace from the uh, Texas Longhorn Radio Network. And I, I, I just think, you know, that's one of those games stretch that you just I mean the if you love college football and you love the pageantry of college football that's one of those games you just it's 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 that's a must see but it's it it is going to be different tomorrow there is no question about it and you know the the it's not we're on the north side and you're I mean the east side and you're on the west side it is they split it right down the middle you know the drill I mean it's just a cool game but man with uh with this COVID thing it um yeah, I think that's the most poignant question that was asked right there is when you ask him, you know, about the pageantry of of what is, you know, the Red River shootout, what is coming to the Cotton Bowl. And, you know, they, I mean, there was some talk around here for years. Maybe they'd move that game to Jerry World and AT&T Stadium. And it just wouldn't have the same feel if you didn't pull on the fairgrounds. It belongs the, at the Cotton right, Bowl. Right. The State Fair wasn't going on. Big Tex wasn't giving a howdy to our – Oklahoma friends. I mean, all the things that, all the things that go on and surround, like you said, the pageantry uh, of that game. You know, I, and I'll share this story quickly. When I was 
at my first year being a graduate assistant at, at Oklahoma, there was a guy named uh, Todd Shonar, who was another graduate assistant, and he had been a quarterback at Clemson. And he talked about, you know, Clemson, Florida State, and how big that rivalry was. And, and people, you know, people on the staff were trying to tell him, if you've never been a part of this rivalry, you've, you know, it's going to be something unlike anything you've ever seen, you've ever been around. And he talked about, oh, Florida State, and, you know, sticking the spear in the ground, and what a big, you know, what a big rivalry. And he had played in that game. He had played quarterback at Clemson. He was another GA there at Oklahoma. And he walked out on the field. And I'll never forget it. I was right beside him, and we walked out on the field, and he looked at me, and he said, I've never seen anything like this. And it's the electricity of coming out when the players come out and you and you got it split right down the middle. Mm-hmm. It, it's a 50-50 crowd. It, it, it is going to be different tomorrow. I, I, I'm almost looking forward to seeing that as much as I am the kickoff, just the feel of the uh, initial – you know, the initial camera shots going into the game right. and, and, and not the Ferris wheel and not people on the Ferris wheel and not people on the fairgrounds and not Glenn Stretch Smith walking with a big corn dog and mustard going halfway down his shirt. It's going to be a different feel. There's no question about it. You know, the one thing we didn't get I, – I know, Garrett, good gracious. Uh, the one thing we didn't get to was, was – we briefly mentioned it, but – Sam Ellinger is really playing at a high level. And we, we, I mean, this is a guy that he just has all those special traits. Not only is he a good player, but he's a good leader. I mean, he really is playing at a high level right he now. He is, and he can, he can extend plays. He, he, he is a heck of a football player. And I tell you something, he is a player, and you're right, we should have mentioned him. He is a player that seems to have gotten better every year where we kind of tend to mention some of the guys who, who don't seem to be uh, going on that same path. So, uh, 12 after 11 o'clock, 11-12 here on a, a uh, football Friday from ESPN Central Texas. Coming up on the program as we roll along, we're going we're gonna to talk some Cowboy football and some NFL football. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a mild and muggy start to the day with temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. Highs will be in the mid 80s in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly cloudy throughout the day. There is a 20% chance of isolated showers, but most of central Texas will stay dry. Tonight, temperatures will drop down into the mid 60s with clearing skies. Saturday will be much warmer with highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s and partly sunny skies. The rest of the weekend will be sunny with highs in the mid to upper 90s. Join me every weekday during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. What season is it? It's truck season at Allen Samuels. Ram trucks are raring to go, ready to work and play, and all feature the best deals of the year during Ram Power Days. Come get your brand new Ram Lone Star at Allen Samuels with 0% for 72 and no payments for 90 days. Or choose up to $9,250 in bonus cash and incentives. Ram, the highest pickup owner loyalty in America. Shop, apply, buy online. We deliver Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels. 
Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free covid COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Listen. In the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters and you know what I'm talking about, naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewtville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. Eleven eighteen, eighteen minutes after 11 o'clock, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, man, what a, what a day. Uh, so uh, twice now already, uh, my man Garrett has, his, his, wanted to punch me in the throat because we, we ran long and and I you know stretch I can't help it sometimes we run long but Garrett Garrett gets on me and 
Then I gotta keep you alive. Then man. I, I kind of snap at Garrett, and then here comes Stephen Simcox into the studio, jumping all over me because he thought I was picking on Garrett, and he didn't realize Garrett had a stick in his hand, was about to hit me. <laughs> hey, he's I looking out for it. me. I, I, you know, we producers, we got back you each other. Guys, up. You guys run together. I exactly. guarantee you. All right, let's let's get to NFL news and notes here. Let's begin with the Cowboys and and, and guys. More bad news. Uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, Garrett, I mean, uh, not, not that they need any more bad news, but they got some today, it appears. Yeah, Tyra Smith is going to be out. He's going to have to have surgery on his neck, and Mike McCarthy addressed that this morning. So he's going to be done for the season. Mm. Well, a stretch, I mean, and, you know, yeah. the hits just keep on coming for the Cowboys right now. Well, I, guys, and, and I agree with you. I mean, Tyron is going to be – he will be missed in this offensive line, but quite frankly – are, are the issues on that side of the football, guys? That that's that's what I would ask you. Uh, I think they can shift some guys around. Uh, obviously, uh, with Looney, uh, he's questionable. Uh, Biotis is going to have to go in and play center. So you're gonna you know you're gonna have Brandon Knight, Terrence Steele at tackle. Uh, I, I'm not sure what's going on with Connor McGovern, the kid that they drafted a couple years ago out of Penn State. I had heard that he was having a hard time picking up you know, some of the verbiage and some of the things in the NFL, but he's been around here a couple of years. He's going to, he's going to have to step in and play some, uh, but that, that is a, a lick. I mean, losing Tyron and probably the best tackle in football will, will cause you some issues, but you got to remember they've still got, I mean, they've still got Zeke back there and he's such a great pass protector. He'll, he'll do a great job of helping, you know, helping both those tackles when they're able to turn to protection they are going to face a, a, a Giants team that's down, that's not very good, quite frankly, and, and, and ought to be able to go out and handle business. Now, what you'd like to see with the Cowboys' offensive line is start to see them settle in a little bit. Uh, and I'm saying settle in and play as a group, play as one, and not have you know Looney go out, Tyron go out, the shift in the end. They've even moved Zach Martin at times out to tackle. So, I, I think the Cowboys' offensive line does need to settle in, play as a group, and hopefully they won't have any other injuries. But, guys, bigger than that, when I look at this matchup and think about Jason Garrett, he is a very smart offensive mind, like or dislike the job that Jason did as a head coach with the Cowboys. He is a sharp offensive mind, and he will, he will have – uh, the Giants uh, ready to come in here schematically, and and I think do some things, um, you know that would that can cause you problems. And and Jason is a again a very really good offensive mind. Um, he, he'll do great jobs. You know he'll do a great job getting Daniel Jones back and familiar with what he wants to do. And, and, and Golden Tate, I've always said, whether he was at Seattle or now with New York, he's, and even when he was with Detroit, he has always given Dallas the, the, the secondary fits. So that's going to be the, the challenge for the Cowboys is to defensively go out and try to eliminate whatever, whatever the mistakes that they're having from a – uh, schematic standpoint, uh, they've got to figure out and be more sound defensively because if they're not, 
I, I don't care that they're missing. You know, I, it doesn't, I, I say I don't care. I do care that they're missing probably the best back in the league. But Devonta Foreman is, it, it will, I promise you, will be running the football. And if Dallas doesn't correct schematically what they're doing defensively, they'll have some real issues Sunday. Hey, I'm not a football coach, but I'll, I can, you know, I can turn the film on and see what Cleveland did and say, hey, there's a formula for success. Correct. And once you put that blueprint out there, that, that then people, it's, it's like, it's like a shark with, with that sees blood in the water. It's going to go right after it. And with them having the leverage issues that they've had, I guarantee you, again, Jason will go at the leverage issues that the Cowboys have had. And if they don't have it straightened out, and, and, and to the tune of last week, I believe Cleveland had nine yards rush, I don't care who the running back is, they're still going to have some success. 22 after 11. Now, let's just take the, the – uh the 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 schedule itself and talk a little bit about it I, I think the league has done as good a job as possible to be fair and equitable to everybody stretch with uh, with what they're doing they're going to have two Monday night games and a Tuesday night game welcome to 2020 yeah moving these teams around to give them you know give Tennessee an opportunity to practice play them on Tuesday uh, push New England back give them an opportunity to, to, to practice, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing a heck of a job trying to, trying to just reschedule a few games, move them back a day or two here, and try to get this, you know, try to get these positive tests under, you know, under somewhat wraps. I saw where the Jets have possibly – what is a presumptive positive? I, 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 I thought you were either positive or you weren't. I don't, I, I'm not sure I understand what that term is. I don't either. Uh, I, I'm assuming maybe that the, you have you all put this, your lab coat on and well, explain it to me. Well, Tom. those thick Coke bottle glasses. Uh, you know, maybe it's a <laughs> situation where you you show all the symptoms, but we haven't got the test back, and we're just waiting for the test to confirm it. I don't know. Right, uh, and 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 I so that that's a whole nother set of that's going to be a whole nother set of issues with them playing Arizona because that's that's the Cowboys uh, a week from Monday's opponent. So do. You know, is that game going to be pushed back? We're we're all we're we're all going to dig into a, a crazy bag of tricks here to try to figure out what they're doing. But I'm like you, Tom. I think what they're trying to do by moving these games back a few days give these teams an opportunity to practice and 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 at least put a game plan in where you feel good about the product that you're putting out on the field. I'll uh, switch gears here real quick. Some breaking news: uh, Whitey Ford has passed away at the age mm. of 91. Oh, that's that's uh that's unfortunate. Uh, let's uh, switch back to to the NFL for just a second. How about the Atlanta Falcons? And, and they're about to face Matt Rule and Carolina, and uh, Carolina's what won what two in a row now, and and and, and appear to be headed in the right direction. So, the uh, Atlanta Falcons and Carolina coming up Sunday at noon. That's that's an that's one of those interesting noon games. Yeah, it it is. You know, I I looked at the I looked at the Carolina Arizona film from last week, and I I had some carryover with what Phil Snow did. I mean, I know he did a good job at Baylor. He he did a heck of a job with uh, on Kyler Murray in Arizona, and Teddy Bridgewater is is playing well. There's a lot of people that are saying that you know that the, the offensive coordinator who was at LSU and who Matt Rule hired. Uh, at uh, at Carolina, Joe Brady is going to be the next kind of hot 
uh, NFL head coaching candidate. Uh, if, if Carolina continues to win, uh, that, that, that he will certainly get an opportunity there. So I, I like you pointing that game out, Tom. I think it's, there's gonna be, it's going to be an interesting uh, watch when you see how Carolina looks like they're starting to understand schematically both what Phil Snow's doing on offense, what Joe Brady, I'm sorry, what Phil Snow's doing on defense, what Joe Brady's doing on offense, and then a team in Atlanta who just, they just can't get out of their own way right now. 11:27 now, and again, we would uh, we have to talk about Houston. The uh, the Texans will, will play their first game without uh, Bill O'Brien on Sunday against Jacksonville. Yeah, going going to put Romeo Cornell in there. Who's he's he's he was a head coach of Cleveland. He's been a defensive coordinator, New England guy. He'll 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 do fine shifting gears. I, I, it'll be it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Anthony Weaver on the defensive side of the ball. How they can bring Deshaun Watson along, but. Anytime you have an interim head coach, guys, that's that that's not the best position to be in, but they are playing a team in Jacksonville who it looks like they can match up with at least. 11-27, talking some NFL football news and notes. And and uh, the uh, the season stretch, it, it, it's been taxing. I mean, you know, but the, again, the league is doing what they can for, for fair play and – and, and how it moves forward, who knows? I mean, and, and do, you could see a stoppage. I mean, you may get to that point, but right now they're doing they're doing everything possible to uh, to shift games around and, and play games and and make it happen. Yeah, and giving these teams, like you said, giving these teams chances to at least get them a couple of full days work after they've had you know after they've had to shut down like they did in New England with uh, with with the positive test, giving them at least. You know, time to say, okay, those tests turn back negative. Now you're back in the building. Now you can get you a few days work in to put you, you know, to put your practices to give yourself time to game plan and then go and then go put a good product on the field. All right, eleven twenty eight. We're going to step aside right here. We're going to come back with more of game time in just a moment on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. 
Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Home Buyers, and I buy houses cash. If you own a house and want to sell it fast at a fair price, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. I can pay cash and close in as little as three days. I buy houses in any condition, any price range, and anywhere in the Waco and surrounding areas. I'm a private real estate investor who buys several houses a month, and I want to buy more. I buy inherited houses, divorce houses, behind-in-payment houses. I even buy my tenants won't pay me the rent houses. Do you own a house that is trash and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, because I love buying junk houses. I buy vacant houses, abandoned houses, condemned houses, and foreclosure houses. If you own a house and want to sell fast, call me at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. 870-8645. Or check us out on the web at texastrusthomebuyers.com. texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. Greg May honors Central Texas teachers during 25th anniversary celebration. Greg May is searching for an outstanding teacher to award a brand new 2021 Honda Accord. Submit your favorite teacher before October 15th. Mail entries or deliver in person to Greg May Honda. Attention, my favorite teacher, 1601 West Loop 340, Waco, Texas, 76712. Or email your entry to gregmayhonda at AOL.com. Winner will be announced on Tuesday, November 10th. Complete details at gregmayhonda.com under hashtag my favorite teacher. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or Moore Service Center in Star. High school football on our family of stations tonight. Midway looks to get to one and one on the hill South Grand Prairie. Broadcast at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Temple is Arlington Martin in their home opener. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Broadcast at 6.30, kickoff at 7 p.m. And Robinson takes on Gerald this evening. That game can be heard on 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Mike McCarthy said today Cowboys tackle Tyron Smith is out for the season. He will undergo neck surgery. Dallas has now lost both their starting tackles in Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith for the season. They host the Giants on Sunday afternoon. Broadcast starts at 2.30, kickoff at 3.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven thirty-two. This is ESPN Central Texas as we talk college football, and of course the uh, the uh, the game between Texas and Oklahoma coming up Saturday. You can hear that broadcast on our sister station one hundred four point nine Bob FM, beginning at ten a.m. with the pregame, and the uh, kickoff is set for eleven o'clock. As we welcome in Barry Trammell from the Daily Oklahoman, and and Barry, uh, w- w- when we talk Oklahoma football and. Th- Two in a row. I mean, that's uh, that's that's just it's almost unheard of for for Oklahoma football to have dropped two in a row. So when you when you look at the importance of this game, talk just talk about the significance not only of the rivalry but just where Oklahoma is uh, moving into this game. Well, I mean, it's a crossroads game for the Sooners. Uh, they've actually entered the Cotton Bowl with two losses before uh, in the. In the era of the good times, Bob Stoops and going forward, um, as recently as 16, they came in with two losses, not in conference, but two losses, and they rallied to uh, win the Big 12. But they've also, you know, in 05, they came in with two losses. They uh, got trounced by Texas, and they had a mediocre year. So it's a little bit of a crossroads game. Um, the, the, the thing about Oklahoma is, 
people have overstated how dominant they've been during this five-year run of Big 12 championships. And I think people have also overstated how far they've fallen this year. All that's happened this year so far is they lost to a team they lost to last year, Kansas State, and they lost to a team that they beat 42-41 last year on a two-point conversion uh, stop at the end of the game. So this team against the same competition has played about the same as last year's team. So um, Sooners have been vulnerable for several years. They've just won a bunch of close games, and this year through two games, they've lost two close games. Those things tend to even out. So I don't know that things are very are really dire for Oklahoma football. I also don't think that uh, they've been as dominant as people tend to think. And when you talk about dominance, Barry, uh, help our listeners out. Did they did did they just extend Lincoln Riley's contract? Um, they have every year. They've they've extended it. Uh, they give him a uh, a rollover and a raise. So um, he's in. He's in great shape as far as that goes. Um, yeah, he's Lincoln's a made man. I mean, nobody, you know, I guess Urban, uh, not Urban Meyer, he's gone. Uh, Nick Saban and Dabo Swinney, you know, are, are the uh, preeminent coaches in college football, but Lincoln would rank right below them in terms of desirability for anyone. So um, he's in he's in great standing with the Sooner, with the Sooner football uh, family. What's the status of Seth McGowan? And if he can't go, do you expect to see Marcus Major step up at the running back position? Yeah, he's going to have to. You know, they've only got three. They've only got three um, scholarship tailbacks. They were in great shape. That you know, last December it looked like they'd have six scholarship tailbacks this year. And well, Kennedy Brooks is the incumbent, but he opted out, decided not to play because of the COVID. Trey Sermon before the COVID. Transferred to Ohio State because Kennedy Brooks sort of taken over. And then Ramon Day Stevenson uh, failed the drug test and got a six-game suspension. So they're very short there. Pledger, T.J. Pledger and Seth McGowan have been solid. They're fine. But if McGowan can't go Saturday, then all of a sudden they're down to two and Marcus Major would, would have to play. Uh, Marvin Mims, I mean, he showed why he's such a highly talented recruiter over the first three games of the season was the staff expecting this kind of production from him so early? I think so, but he's been – you're right. He's been really good, and I think he's the next star receiver. They don't really have one right now uh, in the in the realm of – you know, they've had a big-time receiver forever. Uh, Sterling Shepard and then D.D. Westbrook um, and then C.D. Lamb – or Marquise Brown and then C.D. Lamb. So they've got – you know, they got guys all over the NFL um, and and – Big big time playmakers in college. This year, it's sort of by committee. I do think Mims is poised to sort of break out of that pack and become the go-to guy. He's doing. I don't know if he can be as good as C.D. Lamb. Right. C.D. Lamb's really good, but he's doing some of the things that Lamb did as a true freshman. So, I think he's in he's in great shape to become a star receiver for Oklahoma. Talk a little bit about the development of the of the redshirt freshman uh, Rattler. Uh, ten touchdowns, but four also four picks. So how how has his development gone through the uh, through the early portion of this season? I think he's been I think he's been really good. The only thing he can lay at his feet is that he the last two weeks he's gotten the ball 
late in the game um, and with a, uh, with a chance to either uh, tie or go ahead and has failed. And um, both games ended with Rattler interceptions. One was a bad decision. One was a bad throw. So I don't, you know, he, he hasn't really excelled in that. You know, the clutch, the clutch gene is not checked, uh, clicked in. But the truth is, Baker Mayfield had several opportunities to do that and didn't really, didn't really come through. OU has not been winning games by uh, with dramatic comebacks you know, these last five years. So it's not like this is a staple of Oklahoma football. So I, I think Rattler's in pretty good shape. The Sooners have been just so lucky. Had five straight years of quality quarterbacking. They finished, let's see, fourth, second, first, first, and second in the last five Heismans uh, with their quarterback. Uh, that's a run of success that's not really even comprehensible. And they've never once had to live with growing pains. When Mayfield took over, his growing pains had come in Lubbock. When Murray took over, his growing pains had come in College Station. When Hertz took over, he didn't really have any growing pains, but if he did, it was in Tuscaloosa. Now OU's having to live with some growing pains from Spencer Rattler. We're not used to that around here, but it's completely understandable and sh- and should have been expected. Uh, speaking of the the quarterbacks, the youth and everything, uh, local tie Tanner Mordecai is the backup there. I know he got injured early on. What's his status uh, as of now? Well, I think he's uh, I think he's ready to go if they need him. Uh, I've been impressed with Mordecai uh, when I've seen him uh, in the spring game and a uh, little bit against Missouri State. I think he's I think he'd be a viable a viable quarterback if OU had to go to him. I think he just got caught up. Sooners got one of the big big talents in in America from a, a year ago on the recruiting class. So I think Rattler's really really special. So it's going to be tough for Tanner to get on the field without an injury, but. I do think he's. Uh, I like his. I like his stature, and I like his mobility. I think he's. He moves really well for such a big guy. So, um, I think. I think Tanner Mordecai could play. When you look at this matchup between Oklahoma and Texas, is is there one phase of the game? Is it Oklahoma's offense against Texas's defense? Do you, is there one phase that you say, okay, this is the key to the football game? Well, I think one thing you could look at is the. The Texas D-line is the best part of that uh, defense. Um, I don't know if it's great, but it's better than what's behind it. The Oklahoma offensive line was supposed to be a lot better than it's shown. Last year was the rebuilding year for the OU front wall. This year they played just sort of so-so, not very well. So to me that's critical for Oklahoma uh, or Texas to either side to win that to win that matchup, if Texas can sort of stuff the Oklahoma running game, you know, I don't, I don't know that Spencer Rattler can get the Sooners into the 40s, which what might it might take to win this game. Um, but if OU can run the ball, heck, the sky's the limit on how much they could score. So to me, that's the critical. Can can OU uh, can OU's uh, offensive line um, uh, push back the Texas defensive front? Hey, Barry, enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks so much for your time, and uh, we appreciate it. Do that.
That's uh, Barry Trammell from the uh, Daily Oklahoma, and he mentioned the uh, Oklahoma running game stretch. Uh, right now, he thinks that's a, a key in this game against the, uh, the front four of the Texas defense, but it's an Oklahoma offense that's only averaging three and a half a carry. Well, and they're going to have they're going to have to try to control the clock because I don't think Oklahoma's defense can stop Sam Ellinger and 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 some of the things that Texas's offense can do. I mean, that's the one thing that makes Sam Ellinger dangerous at at the college level. He's such a physical runner, and when you can number up, and when I say number up, think about you've got you you've got a hat for a hat when the quarterback keeps the football, and that's why. Tom Herman has been so successful in some critical situations as he's been able to run quarterback power, quarterback counter. And when you can number up like that and the quarterback can keep the football, you, you, can, you can sustain drives. That makes their offense much more uh, potent with the ability to have, you know, be able to sustain drives. And I think that's what Texas is going to try to do tomorrow. They're going to try to say, hey, you know what, we're going we're gonna to keep our defense we're going to try to keep our defense off the field. We're going to keep our Sam Ellinger and what is the strength of our football team out there. I, it's, I, I still think it's going to make for a good watch, guys. I think it's going to be, I think it'll be a fun game to watch. All right. And speaking of fun, the, you know, the pageantry of the, uh, of the uh, service academies is, is always kind of cool to watch. And, and finally, finally, the Naval Academy is uh, going to allow the uh, the students to attend there were no fans no families or guests are going to be allowed but navy's uh, brigade of midshipmen can attend the game between navy and temple so th- that that'll be cool uh, maryland governor larry hogan and the uh, naval academy superintendent vice admiral sean buck have a, have decided to allow the 4400 members uh student students to uh to attend the game so at least you know at least you'll have the pageantry of the uh of the of the student body there but man again it, it's it's just strange when you watch these games and and like last night stretch and i know we're up against the no, clock but last night just watching the the chicago bears and in 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 tampa bay and not a swinging soul in the stadium. I mean, that was – it's still – it's just it's almost uncomfortable to watch. It is. It, it is. And when you – I think I, I, I noticed it when they showed some of those end zone yes. shots of Soldier Field. Is that yes. what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when and you can see those – you can see how they and, – and it's really is how they renovated that stadium – and they they kind of built those corners up, and it was. I agree with you. It was when they showed that end zone shot, and they and they got those high corners and all those places that you normally see all those Bears fans, and to see nobody there, it is an eerie feeling. Yeah, it was. It was the shot when uh, when when they would show you a replay of the quarterback back to pass in the pocket, and also that was the same shot you would get on on kicks, extra points, and that kind of stuff. It's just like this is the weirdest thing. Uh, it, it, that that you it, and then the and then last night I'm also watching baseball and, and you know the home plate umpire's doing play by play. No, that ball's inside. I mean, you, you're like it's like he's talking to you. It, uh, it was it the is. damnedest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I, to hear you know we we hear what three or four times a year you'll really hear the crack of the bat, but you hear the crack of it every time. I. I watched Machado late in late in that Padres game hit a he hit a bullet at the shortstop, and, and you know different than obviously a home run shot. But I mean that ball was a bullet. But to hear to hear that and it's that crisp to hear the crack of the bat, 
It's uh, it's it's different. It's but I'm starting to get used to it a little. Oh, a little less. I, I don't want to get used to it. I I just don't. I I I want it to be weird because I want people back in the stands. I want this to to be done. Will you get in your garage and figure something out, please? Come on, stretch. Help us out. Get this. Get 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 us a. Uh, Get us a vaccination, a vaccine. Uh oh, Garrett, 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 Garrett just gave me uh, the twenty-one gun salute. <laughs> no, so uh, breaking uh, the five A four A Division One DEC has ruled Brownwood will have to forfeit both games against Middle Lothian Heritage and La Vega. Uh, they'll be down. They will both be down at fifteen as fifteen point losses. So that's what Brownwood is looking at uh, as a who, who made that determination. The DEC, the district oh, committee. Oh, district, district executive, executive committee. committee. Okay, okay. I got you. Wow. Why, why are they forfeiting the game? COVID. Uh, Brownwood had an outbreak. Wow. And so they're, they're, uh, they shut it down, and there's no games this week nor next week. So, wow. That's, uh, that's a tough deal. Tough deal. It's 1146, and uh, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up at the top of the hour, it will be Unnecessary Roughness with Q Ward and Stephen. And uh, we'll uh, we'll get into what they've got going on and continue talking football with you on this Football Friday here from ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. If we can figure out a way to run the football, control the line of scrimmage a little bit, control the can we keep our stinking defense off the field? There are three incompletions and a punt, and next thing you know, <laughs> here they go again. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That's in, what in, I'm talking about with the running no, game. In, in theory, I get, I get it, and, 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 and that fits. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. They gave up 24 first downs in the first half. <laughs> 24. You don't get 24 first downs in a game for crying out loud. They gave up 30 first downs in three quarters. They got 24 first half first downs. If that doesn't make you just sit back and say, could somebody hand me a Marlboro, please? I, I just need a cigarette. <laughs> I, just need, I just need to burn one here real quick before, so I can figure out what I need to say. It, it, it's mind-numbing. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Royal Pizza is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Clifton Cubs football. Before the game Friday night, go to Royal Pizza for a pregame meal or after the game. They're open until midnight for home games. Royal Pizza is more than just pizza. Try their delicious wings with a choice of five different flavors or a healthy salad or maybe pasta or a sub. Or you can try one of their amazing pizzas. Royal Pizza has something for everyone. Royal Pizza, fit for a king. Available for dine-in, pickup, or delivery. Go Cubs! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor or a Moore Service Center in Star. High school football on our family of stations tonight. Midway looks to get to one and one when they host South Grand Prairie. Broadcast at 7 o'clock, kickoff at 7.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Temple hosts Arlington Martin in their home opener. That game can be heard on Fox Sports Central Texas. Broadcast at 6.30, kickoff at 7 p.m. And Robinson takes on Gerald this evening. That game can be heard on 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Mike McCarthy said today Cowboys tackled Tyron Smith is out for the season. He will undergo neck surgery. Dallas has now lost both their starting tackles in Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith for the season. They host the Giants on Sunday afternoon. Broadcast starts at 2.30, kickoff at 3.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven fifty one. This is game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas sports and your home for high school football coming up tonight. College football. Well, we don't have any college football on ESPN tomorrow, but we do have the Aggies and the Longhorns playing on our family of radio stations. And then Sunday we'll have the um, the NFL matchup between the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the New York Football Giants. And uh, of course. Uh, uh, we'll uh, also be covering the uh, the Houston Astros, the uh, soon-to-be world champion Houston Astros over on our sister station, <laughs> Fox Sports Southwest. Or Fox Sports Central Texas, I said. So. You get uh, you laughing. Get, I know. You You know what? As soon as I do my best, Ed McMahon, you, you're Johnny Carson, and then you, you, you give me the – you give. You give me, you give me what you're gonna say. You hear my chuckle, and then it just foobars your yeah. next, your next. I'm, comment. I'm all over the, I'm all over the map. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, our soon, so, our soon to be champion. Our, do you really feel that way? You know what? I wouldn't bet against them right now. I, I, I know that the Dodgers are probably the front runner, uh, the leader in the clubhouse, if you will. But it, it, it sometimes it's not the best team, particularly in baseball. It's not the best team. It's the hottest team. And there's none hotter than the Houston Astros right now. Uh, and, and, and a group of players that it sounds like likes playing in October. So I, you won't get any argument out of me there. Uh, and they probably like playing in the empty stadium where they're not getting booed. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's um, that's – that's just kind of how it is right now. So, uh, you got a big weekend playing stretch. You got things going on? No, I, you know I'm gonna watch some college football. This is I, I really think we, we, I'll go back to our one of our first segments where we started talking about the schedule, the games. I, I'm 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 looking forward to watching a bunch of football. I, I quite frankly tonight I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be keeping up. I'm gonna watch some stream some of the games. I want to try to see. I you know I'd like I. I'm going to try to dial in and, and, and listen to you guys a little bit in the midway game tonight, and then I, I'm really looking forward. There's some good games tomorrow early, too. I mean, uh, Texas, Oklahoma's early. Uh, Texas A&M, Florida's early. I mean, there's there's some good football games early. Quite frankly, 
I may I'm gonna make a day of it tomorrow watching watching a bunch of football. You dial in to me tonight and you'll be mesmerized. I'm just telling you. That's how it rolls. What are you laughing at? I, nothing. <laughs> that was just funny. <laughs> are you disagreeing? No, I mean no, I just think that's funny. You're so confident going out there. Oh, like, no, well, you got you guys are con- what is today's workout? Let we haven't been over that yet. I'm what's, today, today. what's today's yeah, workout for, the, for the dynamic duo? I'm well, skipping see, it. We 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 t- and normally we don't do it a, a, a lot on Fridays because Friday's of high day school off. football. Well, yeah. it, 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 if we recover. do, if we do, we go get we go get a little Pilates in up on the mountain. Uh, <laughs> but we do it at lunchtime. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that you could even pronounce that. I, I thought it was going to be I thought it was going to be me and Garrett go up on the mountain do a little Pilates up there. Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> If, if they did Pilates next to me, I wouldn't know what it looked like. Eleven fifty-four. That is. Where's where's is anybody coming? I don't guess so. I thought, I thought that was. I thought that Pilates was something y'all ordered over there at that barbecue shack that you two like to attend. And we just might as soon as we wrap this thing up. But it, it, unnecessary roughness. Q and Ward and and Stephen are coming up. And of course, after they're done, uh, then they uh, they'll bolt down to Temple and get ready for some. Uh, some Wildcat football against Arlington Martin, and uh, that game will be over on Fox Sports Central Texas. So it should be a lot of fun. I I love Fridays in the fall. So let's uh, let's go let's go see some high school football and uh, and have some fun. That's going to do it for us. We'll do it again this afternoon at three, and uh, then uh, we're back with you on this program Monday morning at ten a.m. Have yourself a wonderful weekend.